Hey, how's it going? So, it seems we finally have a little bit of understanding of what George Lucas thought about Grogu, or at least what he wanted for him. So, this comes directly from the Art of the Mandalorian Season 2 book. As we know, George Lucas is no longer part of Lucasfilm, sadly. He sold it to Disney, and Dave Filoni, his Padawan, his, is essentially his Grogu, has gone on to lead the way for many projects. Apparently, they discuss things here and there. That's nice to hear, you know, that George Lucas isn't fully out and he still gets consulted with things. Like he was on set for Rogue One, he was on set for uh, The Mandalorian Season 2 with Ahsoka, and now we have some information on what he wanted for baby Grogu. So, now apparently Filoni himself was hesitant of putting Grogu in there because he felt it would maybe take away from the mysticism about Yoda, and that's something that George Lucas was always talking about, how Yoda was so mystic, in the sense that you didn't know really his full name, you didn't know his species, where he comes from, anything really to do with him, and he just pops up in and out of Star Wars here and there and drops a little bit of knowledge and then vanishes again. So, Filoni actually went to George and he spoke about Grogu and he's like, alright, so what do you think about him? And the one thing George had to say about Grogu that he wanted to see for the character was this. Filoni says, I had a talk with George at one point about the child and his main concern was that the kid has to have a proper amount of training. And that's exactly what we got. In the book of Boba Fett, we had an entire episode basically just about Grogu being trained by Luke. Now, of course, that training was cut short, which kind of undermines Luke showing up in the Mandalorian Season 2 finale. However, I wonder if this is really the end of Grogu's training, if something will happen to Din, perhaps in Season 3, that maybe Luke has to pick him back up and continue where he left off. This is essentially what happened with Luke in The Empire Strikes Back. He did leave Yoda, he did leave Dagobah, he did leave his training, and then later returned to complete it. And of course, we saw he was so much more powerful and so much more calm and collected in Return of the Jedi. That very same thing could happen with Grogu. Maybe we could see Grogu as far as, you know, after the events of the Jedi Temple with Kylo. I mean, this obviously will end into the sequels as much as I don't want it to, but that's probably the reason why they cut the training short with Grogu is because Luke's first student was Ben Solo. That being said, they still could have different ways and scenarios that Grogu does train with Luke while Ben Solo perhaps is now Luke's first student and maybe Grogu comes in later or something. And for me, this is something that's really big because a big issue that I had with the sequel trilogy was there was no training for Rey in comparison to Luke or Anakin, who Anakin got his butt handed to him like a million different times in the books, in the comics, in the movies. You know, he lost his arm to Dooku. He just was never really fully capable of being the Jedi that he wanted to be. And in the end, he took the short path and, you know, we, we know where he ended up, which hopefully we're going to see his story continue in the Kenobi show. However, that being said, George Lucas talking about having a proper amount of training really emphasizes the fact that the story of these characters and of Luke in general is supposed to be sort of realistic in the sense that you do have to put time in. You do have to train. You do have to fail. It's very, very important to fail. And if you don't fail, then you're not really learning anything because no one is perfect. No one starts off as perfect. No one starts off with all the cheat codes. You have to really work towards it. And the only way to work towards it is to make mistakes and to fail. And so seeing that part in the book of Boba Fett with Grogu training uh, was really nice because I love the fact that they incorporated something that, well, now George really wanted. And while it didn't happen in The Mandalorian, we did, we got to see it in the Book of Boba. Now, does this mean that his training is fully done with Luke? I don't know. But it does mean that we could get a different amount of training 
right? It doesn't have to be just in the force. Maybe he's going to be trained by perhaps someone else, or, or maybe we're going to go back in time and we're going to see how much training he has had at the Jedi Temple. Remember, 20 years of his life were at the Jedi Temple. 30 years of that, just about, were after Order 66, where we don't know what really happened to him. You know, he could have been with a Jedi. He could have been with a Sith. He could have been with an Inquisitor. He could have been with, uh, perhaps, just members of Kamino. You know, the scientists behind Kamino. He could have been an experiment for 30 years for Palpatine. Who really knows? But at the end of the day, we know that his mind was wiped. So, there's still so many things that we need to understand when it comes to Grogu. However, knowing that... Filoni does talk with George about certain things, certain key points, just with Grogu alone, makes me really hopeful in the sense that he does speak with him about the Kenobi show. Because as you know, this show in my opinion is going to be probably the most important show for Star Wars. And not just for Star Wars, but for the most important characters of Star Wars, which is Anakin Skywalker, Darth Vader, and Obi-Wan Kenobi, you know, the very fabric of Star Wars. The story of Anakin Skywalker has to be treated with not just respect, in my opinion, but an unbelievable understanding of his character and his trajectory, and we know, you know, where he's come from, we know where he ends up, but it's this in-between period that they can sort of create this intertwining fabric that really sets the connection between where he was and where he is now. So one thing I really like about this is that Dave is still talking with George, and while George may not be a part of Lucasfilm anymore. It, it still started with him, and I love to see the fact that he's getting his word in, at least, because we all know that didn't happen with the sequel trilogy. They took his sequels, and they just threw it in the garbage, and they didn't care about what he had to say, and we've talked about that many times, and he's even said how frustrated he was with it, and Bob Iger, too. So, not to beat a dead horse, I'm just really happy that this is actually happening, and this inspired an entire episode of the Book of Boba Fett, where Grogu was being trained by Luke Skywalker. So, I wonder what else could have come from these conversations. I mean, I, I'm sure that, uh, you know, Dave has talked about a lot of the uh, things that we as fans don't even know about yet, maybe set, for, you know, for five, ten years in the future for Star Wars, and I hope George Lucas will still be with us at that point, but I'm also curious to see if any of the things that he has said or any the inputs he's had, perhaps even more than this, is actually going to be implemented into the shows that we love. So perhaps when those come out, you know, maybe in the books or in the arts of or the making of, we'll get some more clarification on that. However, as for now, I'm extremely excited that this is the case. And, uh, you know, he's still talking to our boy. He's still talking to the creator. This is very cool. Now, I should also mention this wasn't the first time. So as it turns out, Lucas had an indirect influence on a decision made for Chapter 15, The Believer, by concept artist Doug Chang, as well, thanks to a set visit for Rogue One. An early idea was that the Imperial drivers were wearing the same armor as the AT-AT commanders from The Empire Strikes Back. Ultimately, we decided to go with the tank troopers from Rogue One, a design chosen by George Lucas on a Rogue One pre-production set visit. So, dude, this, you know, it warms my heart knowing that he is still being consulted for stuff, you know, maybe not by Bob Iger or by Kathleen Kennedy, to my knowledge, at least from past events with the sequel trilogy script that he had, but at least with his, you know, his boys, Doug Chang, who was literally there since the prequels, since the Phantom Menace, and of course Dave Filoni, his protege, you know, it's like kind of like George Lucas 2.0, and he'll be carrying on the torch for many years to come, so it's great to read this stuff, and something else is, and, and something else Doug Chang, who has literally shaped Star Wars into what it is with his beautiful concept art and his designs, he says that what makes Star Wars a strong design is the guidelines established by George Lucas, which are very simple, designed as if a child could draw it, designed for the silhouette, designed for the iconic logo, keep it simple, give it personality, and make it believable, so again, they are taking so much 
inspiration of what was from George Lucas and now applying it to the future of Star Wars, even under the command of Disney and all of the things that they want to do with this franchise. That being said, I'm quite happy that there at least is some input from the creator himself and that we got a whole episode just about Grogu's training and how important training is to George Lucas and his characters. If you haven't noticed the theme of training in Star Wars is quite obvious and it kind of, you know, smacks you in the face a little bit like, hey, you really have to put in your time to really know exactly what you're doing here. So anyways, that's all I wanted to say about this. I also wonder what George Lucas actually thinks about Grogu and you know what he thinks about so many other things with Star Wars, especially today's Star Wars and uh, how they're handling his brand. But anyways, hope you guys have a great day. I appreciate you watching this video and I'll see you in the next one. Until then, remember, the Force will be with you always.